It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford. Adam the Bull. Garrett Bush. Tyvis Powell. Jason Lloyd. Plus... You're loving him. Mikey McNuggets. And so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show starts now. Booyah! Hey, here we are. Bull, Bull dropped the ball. I, I did not wear a starter jacket. I don't own a starter jacket. Starter Maybe jacket. If you guys bought me one, well, I would wear it. I don't, they make them in my – I guess if G. Bush can wear one, I can wear one too. We're similar size. Bull got all this money. He's Talk about tall. buy me one. Hey, Bull, you do got I got Jake Crawford money. I got Jake Crawford money. right about that. <laughs> he, that's G. Total. Bush is back. He still feels like crap, but he was able to make it in today. Man, I had to come in. I had to pull up on y'all, man. Yeah. Unacceptable. You was furious? Yeah, unacceptable. That's just what we're going to yeah. say to start with. Dang. We'll get into it. You know how you, – you know – now, you folks may not know it, but I knew the second G walked in, he still wasn't feeling well. Because usually when he comes in, he's very bubbly. <laughs> he's very, like, in a happy mood, you know, a lot of energy. And he came in very, like, kind of somber today. Yeah, low, you know, low-key. You it know sucks. what I'm saying? I feel, I, I feel bad. It, it sucks what you go, what you have to go through every year. Well, he's going to get fired up on this show, so. Yeah. I'll try to well, bring the energy when they come up. We, oh, don't right. worry. Yeah. Save it up for the show. Gonna, it's going right? to come in, you know. So, waves. guys, let's get to it. Uh, we'll get to the Donovan Peoples-Jones and that angle of mm-hmm. what the Browns did and didn't do on the trade deadline. But let's begin with what they didn't do. What they didn't do was add any talent. We all hoped they would add a quarterback. We all hoped they would maybe add some other things. We're going to get to that in a second. We got a new game to play on the show today. Hmm. Uh, We'll talk uh, with Darren Urban from Arizona also. Get a little breakdown. The Cardinals coming in. That spread is now eight points. First, let's go to Mikey Miyagans, who is anxiously waving me over. What's the matter, Mike? We were here for two seconds. Yeah, I know. I thought you were diving right into it. I was kind of diving, but uh, and I was just making know, sure you remembered that before we start any topic, yeah. and especially one as big as today's top topic of the Browns not making move for a quarterback. We got to remind people who brings us that topic. And today's topic number one on the docket is brought to us by FanDuel. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's a $150 in bonus bets. If your team wins any money line, any odds, you win, you get the bonus bets for new customers. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. The app is so easy to use. You can bet on spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to get in on the action. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL, an official partner of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. And you can become the next Inspire who turned $10 into $258 with a four-part same-game parlay nice. on the Lakers-Kings the other night. Ooh. He had LeBron over points, De'Aaron Fox over points, over assists for both of those as well. All four parts of the parlay hit, and he turned a $10 bet on FanDuel into 260 bucks. And you could do it, too, if you use FanDuel.com. Mm. Hopefully everybody bet the under on everything Cavs because they sucked yesterday. We'll talk about that <laughs> in overtime. Uh, are we getting concerned about how soft Evan Mobley is? That's all coming up later in the show. Uh, but let's dive right into it, guys. Trade deadline. I know Tyvis is going to say he didn't expect anything, so I'll let you start with that because I know G is like me. I'm yeah. pissed off right so, now. So I'm sure he is. I'm glad. Go ahead. So, so Be calm, if you will. Anybody, I don't know. anybody that was upset at the trade deadline yesterday, shame on you because I sat here and I told you that they're not going to make a trade for quarterback because they feel that they can – get through what they need to get through until Deshaun comes back. Obviously, Deshaun must be feeling a little bit better. and They must think that they're closer to it because if they didn't and it was a panic, they would have done so. And I also believe that my boy G. Bush sat up here maybe a couple weeks ago and we he got the, the feeling that maybe, just maybe, Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Berry might get a pass for this year because if they, if they, they must know something because if they did it, 
if they thought that their jobs was on the line this year, it would have been a panic. They would have been like, we got to get somebody in here because we don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun. Even if Deshaun comes back next week, we still got to get through this game and we still want that insurance policy. But I believe that something must have been said to them because that was the most passive way, especially in, this, in uh, the fact that your quarterback isn't great. But to be passive about it at the trade deadline, you must know you're good for at least another year. That's what I think. What y'all think? G. Bush, we haven't heard from you since Friday, <laughs> Sunday, man. actually, post game. Yeah, the floor man. is yours. Yeah, listen. What, what camera I'm on? This one? What is it? Two or three? <laughs> that one right there. I've been going so long. That one right oh, yeah, there. Listen, um, listen. <laughs> just, just like Tyler said, you know, a lot of times y'all call me uh, the Duke and Egypt, but a lot of times my crystal ball is right. At the time, the way I say it, it may give you a little panic because when I said a couple of weeks ago that there has to be a reason why they're not doing anything, and one of my theories was they've already been guaranteed that they're going to get another year. And all the tea leaves point to the fact that they're going to get another year because they essentially punted on the season again. <laughs> like, this is two punts in a row. Like, and, and I'm not saying that to be funny. I'm just saying it in terms of looking at it from a quarterback perspective. There's no way you can have any sort of confidence that Deshaun Watson is A, going to come back and be his Houston form this year, B, be able to come back and sustain hits and carry out the duties of quarterback, and C, have the ability to stay in the game without being injured further on hits or just throws, period. So if you have all that information at your hands and you also have P.J. Walker and the statistics show that he's turning the ball over at a rapid pace, there, it's inexcusable for you not to go get another quarterback because you're just telling your fan base that you really don't care about winning. And I told Bull this. I said, we'll see how I, I'm going to gauge what they do in, in at this break to see whether or not they, they really want to win. And when you look at other teams like the 49ers going out and getting Chase Young and, and, and giving up assets go to go get them, you know, that that's what I call what, trying to go all the way in and win big time. And so for me, I was just disappointed for not only, um, you know, just, just the people in the locker room. I was just disappointed by the fan, for the fans because you got to realize they've been selling you this. They've been, they've been doing this every single year. They, they, they sell you on the fact that this is a Super Bowl team. They sell you on the fact that they're going all in. But right when they get to the doorstep, they leave brides at the altar more than I do. Like, for real. Like, like they, they get you all amped up and excited, and then they just leave you there. You didn't pay for the tuxedos, the rentals. Well, gee, gee on, another thing is, you know they got like $34 million in cap, and they're trying to roll over that money. And I think that a lot of the times we I, we think – this is what I'm saying. This is how I know that it's, it's got to be something about another year because if I if it's my la- – I don't care about rolling $34 million over. That's not my problem if I'm getting fired. Right, right. I'm trying to make sure I secure my job. But I think that in a strategic way, they're thinking about guys that they want to be able to afford next year or guys that they want to be able to keep – and if they can't roll over all of that $34 million, then they have to make some really hard decisions on letting some people that they want to re-sign or maybe want to keep on this team go. And I think they're trying to play the long-term game here and think that P.J. Walker is – excuse somebody corrected me. He's one-in-one as a starter, but two-in-one as a Browns player. Um, I think they feel like just what he was doing – as far as him going down, going to Seattle, being down 14 points and bringing the team back, I think they really feel like they can grow off of that. And they really feel like the locker room is behind this kid. So I think that's why they feel like they're comfortable, at least through Arizona, and they're praying that Lamar, I mean, not Lamar, that Deshaun comes yeah. back next week. Well, Tyvis apparently thinks all black quarterbacks are the same. By the way, by the way, that's a nice, that's a nice piece of statement here. But I also go to this. Yes, you want to have a big time approach, and you want to look at the totality of everything. You want to make sure that you're fiscally responsible. You also want to make sure that you can field a good team for for the not today, but for the long haul. But the problem with that is if you the the, the macro is cool, but the micro mm-hmm. really affects people in the locker room. If if, if I'm Miles Garrett, and I and I have that level of talent, 
And I've been putting out that level of talent through bad teams, through coaches, through all this good stuff. And I see PJ Walker out there. I'm not, I'm, I'm going to say, look, man, I, I'm in the prime of my career. Joe Thomas played his life, played, he played his heart out for the city. Yeah. Joe Thomas was a walking Hall of Famer. And the Cleveland Browns punted year after year after year, never got nobody to help him, wasn't serious about winning. And Joe Thomas got that gold jacket, but he can never get that time back. I feel yeah. like I, I hear what you're saying, and organizationally, I see what you're saying. But you've been in the locker room. You will respect a guy that you see every day that's working his butt off, and he's doing all the extra things. And even in the, in the moment of defeat, he still is fighting to try to bring this team back. You can respect that as a player. You'll I get behind respect, it. I so I think that. that's what, as a player, like, I think you they've grown accustomed to, like, listen, man, he might not be the greatest thing ever, but this dude work hard. He busts his butt. And he can, he does have the ability to make some plays. He got to clean up certain things, but I see this young dude working and I can get behind it. I can respect that as a player. So I think from a player locker room standpoint, I don't think they're all the way upset about it. But from an organization, if you're looking like big picture, like, yeah, you want one of the best quarterbacks. You want a quarterback to come in here that everybody can, who can make all of the throws. But at the end of the day, you got to go with what you got right now. And right now, the only thing they know is P.J. Walker and DTR, who they've been with this entire season. So they've built that bond with him because that's his, that's their guy now. I know because I listened to the postgame interviews. Tyvis, let me jump in here because I am beyond pissed at the Browns right now. And I have defended the Browns all season long. I've defended the organization. Uh, I've even been accused of being an apologist, which is crazy after years of killing the Browns. I like a lot of things, believe it or not, I like a lot of things about where the Browns are as an organization. And in a lot of ways, they're in better shape than they've been in a very long time. I think Andrew Berry's a decent GM, decent. I think Kevin Stefanski's a pretty good coach. The problem is, you were the only team in the NFL yesterday that is over 500 that traded a player away for a draft pick. Mm. All the other teams that traded players away for draft picks are 500 or worse. In fact, they're all worse, except for Minnesota did trade a player, and they're a 500 team. Now, what I have heard time and time again, since, first of all, so many people wanted the Browns to trade for a quarterback. And since the deadline happened, and I put out a video that I was pissed, and I put out a video, a uh, podcast that I was pissed, and I'll say it again here. I'm pissed. And I keep hearing this, what you just said, Tyvis. Well, they must think Deshaun Watson is, is just about ready to play. He must be doing better. Blah, blah, blah. G. Bush said it. And he's 100% right. There is no way that the Browns can... Th Let's say they, they're expecting him to play against Baltimore. How could they? <laughs> How could they possibly be expecting him to play against Baltimore when, when 13, uh, 12 days ago, they thought he was ready to go, and after five throws, they realized they had to take him out of the game because he couldn't throw. That was He had a month before that. So then he went in there, he got hit again, he looked like crap because his shoulder's not right, and three weeks later after that, he's now going to be ready to play against Baltimore? I don't see it. And as you said, G, and you're 100% right, even if he does go against Baltimore, I'm still going to be worried that it's going to happen again. The idea of him playing at a winning level is low. Now, ultimately, to win in the playoffs, and this has been the other argument, well, the Browns can't win anything significant without Deshaun Watson. And that's probably true. That's what we Even if saying. they had gone, at, at this point, the best guy they could have gotten was Jacoby Brissett. And with Jacoby Brissett, are the Browns winning a Super Bowl with Jacoby Brissett? I doubt it. It's very unlikely that you could win a Super Bowl with a quarterback of that caliber. But there's something to be said for Jacoby Brissett giving you, in my opinion, a way better chance of yeah. making the playoffs. And if Deshaun, let's say, if you have Jacoby Brissett, you feel, I would feel way more confident in saying, Deshaun, we'll see you in six weeks. Yep. And, and we'll see. Maybe, maybe he can come back for the final three games of the season. But we can rest him because I know that Brissett at least can give me serviceable NFL quarterbacking play. P.J. Walker cannot. He couldn't in Carolina. He couldn't anywhere else. That's why he's been on 82 teams and practice squads and the XFL and the CFL and the UFL and the, and the lingerie football league. Because he's not good enough. He has been absolutely awful. And we could talk about the record all we want. P.J. Walker 
It has nothing to do with the Browns being two and one at all. At all, there is you cannot really play worse than he did over the last three games. The turnovers—it's nearly impossible to play worse. The turnovers kill you. Boy. One like, touchdown and six turnovers. And, they won in spite of him. It had nothing. To, if anything, he he made it harder for them to win. And if they had had Jacoby Brissett, there's almost no doubt in my mind that they would have won three in a row. Not two out of three. And and the fact that they, they did reportedly try to get him, reportedly offering a sixth-round pick, tells you they wanted him. They were just not willing to go the extra mile. Now, the report that Washington wanted a third-round pick, no way, nobody was trading a <laughs> third-round pick for, for Jacoby Brissett. Washington knows that, too. But isn't there a space in between a sixth-round pick and a third-round pick sure that they could have found the balance. Washington blew it up. They traded their two best, two of their best players. Jacoby Brissett's on a one-year contract. Of course they would have traded him at a fair price. And the Browns were, in my opinion, it seems like, unwilling to go past the sixth. That's ridiculous. And, 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 and to, to throw on top of that, this, if you look at this situation in a vacuum, you might, you might let it ride. But look at the whole entire quarterback picture in the beginning of the season. And I know people always say, well, no one, no one cared about Josh Dobbs when they traded him. First of all, that's not our responsibility. We worried about who gets traded or what happens or, but what, what was the reason you traded him for a fifth round pick? Like what was the burning desire? You could have kept him. You could have kept DTR and you could have rolled with those two guys. But you got cute, you traded Dobbs, you elevated DTR. Then when you put DTR in the game, you didn't even give him any ammunition to protect yourself. Didn't have him ready to play. That's the part that and that's the part about So now knows. you gotta go to the XFL scrap get PJ Walker because you didn't do anything to get DTR ready. And then you're looking around trying to go back and get Dobbs or or Jacoby Brissett. And by the way, if you like Jacoby Brissett so much. And here's the way I thought about it. If Jacoby Brissett did a great job and understood his role, he understood what it was to be a backup to, to Deshaun Watson. He did a good job while I was here. Why not look at Jacoby Brissett and say, listen, I want you to stay here because Deshaun Watson is not guaranteed right now. We don't know either through his play or what's happening. We always got this, uh, a spot for somebody that's able to lead the locker room. You know, so you, you could have kept but, that. But you know the answer to that. Why? Money? Because everybody's always looking for the younger and cheaper guy. That's always why. So that, get, does that, that mean that so so Tyler's, if you if if you know that if you if the play is equal or the same or a little bit under, we they always gonna take the younger and cheaper guy. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. That Well, sometimes that comes back to bite you. Yeah. Clearly. And it has here. Clearly. Because Jacoby Brissett, listen, nobody, nobody thinks Jacoby Brissett's a great quarterback. He is what he is, but he knows what he is. What was Jacoby his? Jacoby Brissett knows what he can do and what he can't do. McNuggets, do you know his uh, his Brown stats from last year? Do you happen to have that? I, I do. Jacoby Brissett last season on the Cleveland Browns in 11 games, went 4-7 and seven as a starter, completed 64% of his passes for 2,608 yards, through 12 touchdowns and six interceptions. Okay, so that's the part right there that I like the most. I mean, think it's about the, that. It's all as as a backup right now. If even if between DTR and PJ Walker, the team, the defense has been doing so well, except for the last two minutes of the game, been doing so well that if you just don't turn the that's ball it. over, that's if it. the Browns, like that is, it will it. really help out a lot. If that's the Browns, I, I believe the this year. And obviously, you don't know for sure. But I believe this year, and again, I'm no big Jacoby Brissett fan. But I think if Jacoby Brissett had played this year, the Browns might be 6-1. and one. 
Talking about uh, for if, if you had gotten, all season, I agree. if you had gotten the way Jacoby Brissett played over his le- eleven games last year, they're probably six and one because he did not six turnovers in eleven games is pretty good for for a journeyman quarterback mm-hmm. on a team. Well, we knew that coming that in. That had no. Remember how bad? I don't care about his record. Just like I don't care about PJ Walker's well, record. The Browns' defense was trash last year. But I think I, the one thing, and it's. And it's going to sound crazy to say because it shouldn't be this way, but I think that the Browns organization is young too. I think like the, the people upstairs is young and they're learning as, as this thing goes on. They think that they can make uh, shortcuts to it and they finding out that you can't. Like last year, we sat here and said, I said, you can't go, you can't go into those seasons with no defensive tackle like that. You'll get, you'll get destroyed. Right. And they learned that they need a defensive tackle. So what did they do? They went out and addressed the whole defensive line this season. Yeah. This season, I think they're learning. We need a backup. You can't go in without a veteran backup quarterback. Right. So what they probably going to do next off season, have yeah. a backup, that's a so, veteran backup quarterback. Right. But I think it's just a learning thing for them. Go ahead, Mike. You want to jump in? Crazy. Yeah, just real quick. You mentioned the, the wins and losses and quarterback wins as a stat or not. Yeah. Just to give you the – just to end any notion that wins and losses a quarterback stat alone, Jacoby Brissett in his career has thrown 48 <coughs> touchdowns, 23 interceptions, and two fumbles. He's essentially on the dot a two-to-one touchdown a turnover quarterback. Two-to-one. It's pretty good. His yeah, career, and the his completion career percentage record, is not great, but it's, it's, do, it's, good it's serviceable. And the so with a two-to-one – one second, one second yeah. with a two-to-one touchdown a turnover ratio as a starter, he's 18-30 and 30 in his career. P.J. Walker has six career touchdowns and 18 career turnovers. Yes. And he's six and four as a starter. The craziest thing about all of this is that the receiving core this last year is essentially the main two guys, main three guys is still Amari, D.P.J. Well, it was D.P.J. No, it's better in theory. Right. Yeah. He had 12 touchdowns with that. We have Five. He had twelve touchdowns. Now he did have he did have Nick Chubb, which they don't have this. That's season. true. But he we have, have five total passing touchdowns on the season. He had twelve. It's just in eleven it, games. In eleven games. Yeah. At, at some point, um, at some point, as a Cleveland Browns fan and as a Cleveland Browns organization, they're gonna have to. You know, they remind me of, of one of those people that that sell like Amway and pyramid schemes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so they, and then they're vague about, you know, hey, come meet me. And then you get there and then you're selling some different products they want you to sell. Mm-hmm. And then they sign you up and they give you 200. They say, write 200 names of your firm, family and friends and go sell this overpriced stuff too. Mm-hmm. Right? So pretty soon you become a pariah. People don't want to talk to you because you're always hawking these little products that, that nobody really wants. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like the Browns because they amp you up and they'd be like, oh, we we got this plan going and we got this thing where we're going to give you some leads and you know what? So what we lost, you know what? No matter. Look at the bright side. We got these picks, these assets, and we still four and three. What oh, the picks. We're right where we supposed to be at. And you're like, no, you're no, not. The picks don't do y'all. Yeah. Obviously the picks, they never really no. did a lot for ever. Us. So, so the picks, we all over the picks yeah. it, at this point. I, it, we know y'all not. I don't know why y'all value picks all this time, unless you're going to package them picks and get players for them, like trade for players. Yeah. But if you're actually going to take those picks and draft, like that's where the problem lies because y'all yeah. y'all ain't and, really – I, 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 don't get me wrong. Y'all didn't hit on a couple over the past couple of years, but for the majority of them – Cedric Tillman, Siaki Eker has been Cedric's inactive. inactive. These guys are <laughs> third-round picks. Uh, uh, Anthony Schwartz, he's on the street somewhere. Like these guys, David, David Bell. Bell doesn't touch the field. These He's guys, active, these guys don't play. So when you sell us on a six-round pick, we're like, okay, uh, who's that little scat back from UCLA we used to have? Demetric Felton. Felton, yeah. So you want to draft a bunch of Feltons? Yeah. So like, I, we're not going to be way, wild by that. Is it, and we're going to no. get to we're going to get to that in a second because is well, let, let's go to Mike first. Then we're going to talk about. Trading uh, DPJ for a six-round pick. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll talk about DPJ. And as Bull, you mentioned, they're the only team. Cleveland was the only team with a plus 500 record that traded a player away for a draft pick. And we'll talk about that trade in one sec. But tonight at 7 o'clock, guys, another edition of Behind the Glass. Myself, Anthony, and Earl will be breaking down 
the Browns trade deadline moves, what they did, what they didn't do. We'll talk a little Cavs, a little more in-depth than we'll get to today because we have a prolonged period. Answering your fan questions and telling you guys some behind-the-scenes stories about Jay Crawford not being here this week. <laughs> now that changes our procedure, so make sure you all tune in tonight at 7 p.m. for the next edition of Behind the Glass. By the way, one other thing. This Sunday, I know we've... We've been talking about this for about two months. The Muni Love. But this Sunday, it's yes. finally happening. G, are you going this Sunday, or are you not going to be able yes, to go? Yes, I'll, I'll, I'll be there. G. Bush, myself, Mikey McNuggets. Mikey's always at tailgate. Every, I'll be there. Every game. But G. Bush and I will join him, and we will be causing havoc. We will be, I don't know, maybe throwing things at other people's tailgates. No, I'm no. kidding. We'll be I'm joking. We're going to do a bit. Uh, if you want us to come visit your tailgate, <laughs> you got to do two things. One, let us know. Email Mike, email the show, tech, uh, send us a DM, send us a message on Twitter, send Mike and slide into Mike's DMs, let us know. And make sure you have food for us. We're big guys, for crying out loud. <laughs> we'll try us. We want to go to every, and try everybody's food. So everybody, we will see you. We're going to be down at the Muni lot. And that's the story. I'll be giving so some go. gear away, too. So if you're down there, you meet us, you get an opportunity to get some Kool-Aid Mafia merchandise, got you, you some barbershop gear. Are you going to turn the radio on at about approximately 11 o'clock? At 11 o'clock, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be, uh, you can come watch me at West 6. Because guess what? At 11 o'clock, G. Bush is on, an, on, uh, on the tailgate. Oh, you're on this week? Yeah. From when to when? I'm on from 11 to 1. And I'm giving Say! Out, well, I'm on from 11 to They stepped up, huh? And, and, and I'm giving away some gear down there, too. Ooh. All right. So, what time? We'll, we'll be there we'll, early. We'll figure out. We'll if figure he has to be at the West 6 by 11, we're going to be there yeah, early. But we'll, we'll chat about early. that. We do have to discuss, though, the one move the Browns did make. And yeah. that was sending DPJ to <coughs> Detroit for a 2025 sixth-round pick in yeah. return. That's a key pick. Be, I mean, bull, yeah. huge, huge <laughs> bull, pick. Bull hates the whole thing. Um, I personally think the Browns did him a solid. Well, I don't, I, well, I'm not in this business to do solids, okay? I'm in the business to win football games. Yeah, now, you ain't even you ain't paying them and you ain't utilizing them. Well, they are utilizing them. They're just not getting the ball because they have terrible quarterback play. That's part of it. Some when of it's on the, him, Even sure. when Deshaun was in, he wasn't getting the, the ball. Brown, before the, gee, before the show, I said the Browns were a worse roster today. I, listen, yeah, D, yeah, is yeah. DPJ a big deal? Ask, I'm not saying a big ask deal. the question to G. Are, do the Browns have a worse roster today than they did yesterday? Slightly yes. Of course. Slightly <laughs> yes. Y'all are sick. And Earl <laughs> and Tyvis completely it's the, out of pocket. I said it's the same. No I said it's the same. Why? Why isn't it? He, he was starting for you. So? You didn't use him. So if he was starting for you, that means somebody below him went better than him. Is that the case, or was they trying to make sure he got in there to utilize him to get his trade value to go up? Because what trade value? They weren't gonna, he wasn't going to ever be traded I mean, for anything. You know how this game. thing uh, is. I Strategically, mean, I got to put him out there because if he makes some plays, that's good because now his stock Donovan goes Peoples up. Jones and I can never going to be traded for anything special. Tybus did his game against Seattle. You that, can see his stats on the screen. Did that help or hurt his trade value? Yeah, I mean, the come game, on. The game before that, he had a game. The Browns have had listen. Donovan catch. Who is the only? Who is who? Donovan Peoples-Jones had how many yards last year? 800-something? Yes. Last season, 839 yards. Anybody else on this team have 800 yards in a season besides Mark Cooper recently? No. 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 Yeah. So you could say he's played – his production has been way down. Okay. But he's played 80% of the snaps. He's 80%. Two, to he's say they're not any worse. Nobody Listen. said they're significantly Listen. worse. But Cedric, they're slightly worse. Cedric Tillman has been inactive for two weeks – well, what does that say about him? Listen, hold on. Listen, <laughs> Cedric Tillman been yeah. active for two weeks. Him and DPJ's production has been the exact same in two weeks. All right. What was the difference? So my thing is, so that was. So what? So, okay. So you traded away a guy who plays 80%, but his production is the same as a guy who's been inactive for two weeks. You're but I could get a pick for him. Why would I? His Why wouldn't I? His a pick. Why uh, wouldn't I? An undrafted free I'm not going to pay him. Why wouldn't I? An undrafted free agent is probably just as likely to make a team as a late sixth-round pick from the, from the Lions. That's, I mean, is there a significant difference that's not there? True. That's not true. I'd like to see the stats on that. <laughs> that's not true, actually. Uh, how I, many late sixth-round picks are making uh, significant inroads on a team? It, a lot of them make practice it, squad. Look, man, look, you, know, you know this is tough, man. And, and a lot of people flip-flop on what Andrew Barry does. I mean, he has some head scratchers, though, man. Like, 
for the for the simple fact of he Donovan people and I'll give it to him. Do I think he's some great receiver? No, but one of the things you can say is he's dependable. The locker room likes him. He's a kid that does it right. We're not in here for silence and all of that. Uh, we uh, in here for production uh, on the field. Well, you well, just said I'm, the same thing he said you about you PJ just, No, you just, oh, well, it, oh, and y'all grilled me for it. So, 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 so why can't I grill right, him? But DPJ <laughs> has proven it more than PJ Walker. DPJ in his career has been a way better wide receiver than PJ Walker's been a quarterback. Right. I don't know about that. What? And the Browns <laughs> were asinine and absurd statement, Tyvis. That's crazy. And, and well, and some, I don't know about that. If you go down the ledger, Look at look at it this way. As a GM, at some point, we keep talking about we in cap purgatory. We got to pay these guys. We got to pay these guys. The reason that becomes a huge thing that you got to pay these people is because you're not hitting on guys that are supposed to be replacing these guys. That's right. So if you look at Nick Chubb, he's past his prime. You didn't draft him. You didn't draft Denzel Ward. You didn't draft Miles Garrett, Batonio. Or Teller, Treader, or Teller. These are your <laughs> best players. You got a Martin Cooper on or a free agency. You got Elijah Moore free agency. Juan Thornhill free agency. These was trade. Uh, well, these were you, you said how they acquired them? Uh, yeah. Why, oh, they why? traded them for them. So here's my thing. So you need them picks to trade. Why no, 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 Teller? Juan Thornhill was oh. Juan Thornhill was was free agent. You said Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper Elijah Moore. Yeah, trade. This is trade. Okay, right? yeah. But here's the thing. So your best two is through. So if you know that I can't draft for nothing, and I can trade for something, wouldn't you want to get more but, trade but those, those, but picks? Those, those players are more expensive. That's right. And G is hundred percent right. We all the time, Jason and Jay, we're always with the cap, the cap, the cap. The cap only screws you up if you screw up your draft picks. Yep. If you're consistently yeah. replacing some of your high-priced guys with good draft picks, then the cap doesn't kill you. And the people that are mad at Deshaun Watson, they went out and paid 230 If you wouldn't have missed on Baker Mayfield, you would have never had to get Deshaun Watson. If you would have drafted Josh Allen. You can't miss at number one overall who, quarterback. Who knows that the development that – that Josh Allen. First of all, who thought that? Who was our who was our uh, OC at the time, quarterbacks coach, when that was taking place? Don't remember. They've changed him so many times. See, so, 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 so who was to say that that guy would got the same production but, but, out of Josh but Allen? But it's the consequences, Fair. though. Josh, the Bills got Josh Allen on a rookie deal. They they developed him. They could spend money elsewhere. The Ravens did the same thing with Lamar Jackson. If you miss in the top five. You're going to have to go out and overpay for a lot of other different stuff. They've missed on receivers in the third round. They've missed on defensive guys in the, in the third or fourth round. First. And, and in the first round. When you do that, you have to pay for high-priced free agents or you trade assets for those free agents who then cost more money. So that's where we are with the cap. So for me, yes, Andrew Barry, you did, you did some things, good things with Emerson. However, <coughs> where can you point on uh, when he's drafted? <laughs> Where is the superstar at? Emerson. Emerson's the best player they've drafted. He's the right? best player they drafted. <laughs> so, but I can, who's the second best player? So, 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 I can, DPJ was in that conversation. The, who, who? Give me the, the second the, best player. Who's the second best? So, player how many drafts has it been? DPJ was in that conversation. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll at pull this point, maybe picks. JOK. It could be JOK. Grant, it could did be he Delpit. draft Grant Delpit? He Grant drafted yeah, Grant it Delpit. It could be Delpit at this point. Huh? Whatever happened to Green? It could be Delpit. I said. Is he still playing? He ain't on no roster. Let me tell you, and this is devastating. You say Emerson is, is nice. I like that. But in that same period of time, the Seahawks drafted two guys that are better than him. Who? The Seahawks young corners, both of them better than Emerson. Well, one was drafted in the first round last year. Okay. So you didn't Tariq have Tariq Woolen was a seventh and, round and, pick. And Tariq Woolen was a fifth round pick. And he's nice. He is good. Yeah, I take nice. I take Emerson. That's not what I'll be seeing. I take Emerson. Emerson going up against number one receivers and shutting them down. I give him Emerson, but what I'm saying Woolen now I will say Woolen does get his hand on the ball. Yes. What I'm but not what, this season, but last season. No he knock, did. no knock to Emerson. All I'm all I'm saying is there are other people that are drafting not only good, but they're getting couple they're getting more so they got two corners for the one corner you got. Yeah. And you took well, one was in the first round. Okay, that we in took, fairness, the Browns didn't. <laughs> the Browns drafted Greg Newsom, and he's a decent player. Yes, he's a, he's, he's a, 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 a he's a he's a decent player. Yeah, but we've missed way too much. And what they I have say, missed way. Too and much. what I'm saying, I don't dis- listen outside outside of after the third round. It's really a crapshoot. Sure. So we don't 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 act like 
just because you can go point to an example. You can't point. You can't go through thirty-two teams or thirty-one other teams and be like that fourth through seven-round pick hit for all of these teams. That's not the case. If the Browns end up in cap hell, yes. If Deshaun Watson ends up being a bust, it's a disaster. Yes, because he's a bust. Yes, but most of the teams with high-paid quarterbacks, it's not a disaster unless you totally screw up all your draft picks. I agree. In and the first know, three rounds, I agree. And and I'll be like, you know, look at look at. Um, I mean, that's the key. The best time to do it is get the quarterback on the rookie deal, and then you can go out and do everything. Right. Else. And now, like, look, who recently spent on their quarterback? The Bengals, the Chargers, the Ravens. Let's, let's think about those three. And teams, the Eagles. Right? And the Eagles. Okay. Which I don't know how they finesse and they cap like they do. And they've <laughs> got to. Now they can't screw up their draft picks. So, so the Ravens. Had to, you know, they traded away Marquise Brown, right? So what do they do? They drafted Zay Flowers. Well, it looks like they got it right with him. Yeah. Oh, they got it definitely right, got it right yeah. with that. The the Bengals had to let both their safeties go. Yep. Yeah. Who was okay. they first round pick this year? The Bengals. Yeah, it was a, a safety. Um, no, it was Murphy at a Clemson, wasn't it? No, no. Who is Murphy? No, they drafted a safety. I can't and, think of his and name. He starts, don't he? He starts. He's he's. The in Bengals drafted Scott. a safety in the first round? I think yeah. so. Double no, they check. Drafted, they drafted Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Oh, uh, that's my bad. They drafted yeah, a safety okay, in the second about, round, right? Does he play? He hasn't been playing, no. Okay, so they might have missed. But here's the thing. They're so deep up front. Oh, okay. So guys have a chance. Go. Remember Dax Hill? Go. Dax Hill didn't play last year. Yes, he did a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Now he's starting. Well, he's, he, got, he got no choice. Well, but he's playing better now. He had a chance to sit and learn. That's fine. But you've by year two, you got to see something. We him. got all this. We got all this off of DPJ and Cedric Tillman. At the end of the day, the productivity That's from right. both of them this season is DJ the exact Turner. same. So I don't DJ care Turner what y'all talking corner. about. They drafted battle. Miss me with all battle of that. Y'all, the same two people that sit here and grill DPJ in the punt return game. Yeah, y'all, we like we significantly here, we're uh, slightly let, worse let me, because me, he's gone. Y'all sit here and talk about this man every single Sunday. That's true. But I listen. The reason he's done nothing in the passing game is because their quarterback plays no, trash. No, no. Let's call it what it is. The yeah. reason that he ain't did nothing in the passing game is because he can't get separation well, from the quarterback. Then how did he get eight hundred something yards last year? Because he, he was a big body receiver. Well, okay. why can't he? Well, did he get skinny? Because they all over he him did, now. Did they get, no, did no, he get no. The reason, re, no, <laughs> reason, reason yeah. being, reason being, the reason why he can't get open this year because the Browns don't have a run game because Nick Chubb isn't there. So what is linebackers Whoa, doing? The line game. Wait a minute. Be quiet. The run game. Listen, as a linebacker, I'm not worried about giving up two or three yards on no run. What I'm going to do is I'm going to drop back in this in my hook drop and I'm going to play this dig that he loves to run. So if I'm if a linebacker's there and their corners all over him, how the heck you going to get him the ball? Because okay. that's the best route he all he runs is the Time dig. Is fair enough. So stop it. That factors in. Y'all need to cut this well, out. Wait, 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 wait a second. If, they were, if, if Deshaun Watson was balling this year, you don't think DPJ would have better numbers? Yes. Of course, yeah. Uh, maybe not as good as his last year. T- what was the, what was uh, DPJ's so, numbers I was say, in the Titans? It's very interesting. So game. Deshaun's best game was Tennessee. Yeah. That was also DPJ's best game. He had five targets, three receptions for fifty yards. Okay, I, 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 listen, it's decent. I, I, it, 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 fifty see, yards is an eight hundred fifty uh, yard Amar, season. Why is it? You this can't. You can't necessarily keep saying this, is, this all. Court. Uh, bro, this Elijah is, Moore has been actually open. He just can't get the ball. Which but we see that Tyvis, we no, can't say the same thing about it, DPJ. We're not saying it's all on the quarterbacks, <laughs> let me, but that's a big factor. Let, let me ask you this. Amari Cooper still lead. Hey, let me ask you this. Amari Cooper's a much better receiver than these guys. Why, why is it? <laughs> here's, it, it just seems like a, a systematic problem to me. <laughs> Every year, I got to come in here and talk about Kevin Stefanski and receivers not getting the ball. It doesn't matter if you OBJ, Jarvis Landry, <laughs> DPJ. Amari Cooper never said that. But look, if you predetermine. <laughs> You throw the ball. Here's, here's, here's you, you know why? Because he can still win his one-on-one route. No, you know that's why. why. You know why PJ Walker cannot go through a progression. You know that. You understand that's a fact. That. He cannot that go through a progression. Fact. PJ Walker could be like, oh, Mark Cooper's here. Yep. He's getting the ball. Correct. No matter what coverage it is. That's correct. So, hey man, hey, listen. If you only, if you got, if you're a one-shot Dillinger. I'm just. I tell you what. Yeah. We gonna find out. Yeah. With DPJ going to Detroit. Yeah. He go. He ain't gonna be a number. Two, like no. Bull say, but he gonna get some spin. But, but, he gonna get some spin, and better, they throw the ball out. Yeah, a lot better of offense. They throw the ball. He got more weapons around. Yeah. If DPJ finishes the season with 
400 yards and two touchdowns. I, I would say that's a good season. Even that might be a lot to ask because he's further down the depth chart, but 400 yards, two touchdowns. I mean, I, uh, it's possible. What is it? Nine games left. Uh, it's possible. They, they have a bye this week. So we played what? We're eight weeks into the season. Yeah, they have so nine games left. They have nine games. Yeah, left. Nine yeah. games, 400 yards. You, you know, you know, it's not it, that hard. The frustrating it? part about this is it, it, watching the Browns is like like looking at your life when you used to be poor and was trying to go from job to job. Like the struggle is just you just get tired of struggling. You get tired of eating ramen noodles. You get tired of eating yeah. Fruit Loops but, and generic but, cereal. But no mm. matter how rich or poor you get. You still eat some ramen noodles. From you, time I, we, time. Can, we can go time back time, to him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can always hit that button. But but damn it, just let me get. You don't want to have to. You want to. Yo, yeah, you don't want to have to. But <laughs> you don't want. You, you never too good to well, open up a pack you, of new news. You, <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing, I got them at the house. Can you can you uh, can you win some games with with, with PJ Walker? Yeah. Can you eat ramen noodles sometimes and it be okay? Listen, but that is not a the, constant the, diet. The bottom line on. on the DPJ thing. Is it a big deal that they traded DBJ? Of course not. Thank you. Of course okay. it's not a big deal. Thank you. It's just what it signals. On trade deadline day, where other teams tried to get better, the Browns did not. The Browns Facts. tried to. They tried to get better. Well, oh. I'm sorry. While other teams got <laughs> they, better, there you go. the oh. Browns oh. did not. They punted The Browns that. are the only team over 500 that got worse. Ever so slightly, but they got worse. Go ahead, Mike. We're going to do something fun here next that we have not done before, but a quick reminder that at 1230 to 1 o'clock on Fridays, we head off of YouTube and over to WKYC-TV for 30 minutes of never-before-seen Browns coverage. Leading into that Sunday's game, this week it's Cardinals, so it'll be 30 minutes of brand-new Browns Cardinals content. Bo will be hosting the show, first time hosting a top-20 TV market in his <coughs> career, and we cannot wait to see how Bo does in that, so make sure you guys join us on Fridays for 30 minutes of never-before-seen coverage. So we have talked a lot about the quarterbacks. We've talked a lot about P.J. Walker here. And there have been a lot of tumultuous quarterbacks throughout the history of the Cleveland Browns as they've returned to Cleveland. So I figured, mm. real quick, we're going to run through these quickly. Where does P.J. Walker stack up against some of the other quarterbacks <laughs> in the back of the infamous <laughs> Mike, before you do this, I think I, uh, we didn't talk about this before the show, but I think we need to quickly discuss or even just say for a minute whether we want PJ Walker or DTR to start this week. Oh no, I, we're I, gonna find out today. I, I want DTR yeah. to start. Dorian, I do too. I want Dorian Thompson Robinson to start as well. Here's what I know. Shouldn't have did him like I that. know that PJ Walker is not good. But, I know that DTR played poorly in a game, but I don't know that he's good or not good. No, what you know is this. You know, you know at the end of the season that P.J. Walker is probably gone. Yes. But you are going to keep DTR for at That's least right. the next two or three years, and I need to find out if he's good enough to stay as a backup or do I really, truly do need to go out and get a veteran quarterback as a backup. Now, again, That's what you need to find as out. As we mentioned yesterday, Tyvis, none of us are in practice. Right. And maybe in practice he's a disaster. Could be. If, he's if a that's disaster, the case, do what you Then you got to stick with P.J. Right. Walker. But – if he's shown any signs of anything as bad as P.J. Walker has played, I would definitely start DTR. Definitely. So we're all in agreement. And we we talked about it yesterday, too, yeah. in, that, in that last 20-minute yeah, yeah, yeah. segment. So, Go ahead. All right. all right. So this is real, real simple. Run yes. through these. We got eight of these or nine now, of these. Now, what's the exact question? Or would we rather have this guy or P.J. <laughs> Walker? Yes. Okay. okay. And I, okay. I have their career stats. This is their total career stats, not just in Cleveland. Because are they PJ all since 99? Sorry, Mike. Yeah, these are all quarterbacks since 99. I excluded. A lot of bad ones. <laughs> I still do the obvious ones who you would take over. Like, Derek Anderson's not on here. We don't take Derek Anderson. So, these are some of the ones I thought. Tim, you have, have Baker on there or no? Baker's no, we don't take one. Baker. Tim, oh, even I would Baker. take Baker over. I'm so, I'm these are some of the, uh, the ones with a little less of a track record. Okay. We'll see how bad, I guess, P.J. Walker and his short stint here in Cleveland has yeah, fared up against how you guys view some of the other ones. So, this is P.J. Walker. <laughs> Versus the ghost of Cleveland. Did you say? These wait, are, did you say this is their career stats? These or are their career stats. Okay. Yeah. These are PJ okay. Walker-ish players, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So Got we'll it. start. Oh my Would you goodness. rather have PJ Walker or Ty Detmer? I knew that was going to be the first Ty one. Ty Detmer. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> that, Lord. That is bad. Uh, that is bad. Oh, that, that. I feel like I'm going to be biased by the stats. I almost don't want to. I always that. don't want to see the it stats. Either. A lot of these guys have played a lot more. Yeah. So yeah. just take that into consideration. Today, you talking about today's game with Kevin Stefanski as the co- the, the, the coach? Who would you rather have? P- P- P.J. Walker. I'll take Ty Depp. No, give me Ty Depp, man. I ain't playing around. P.J. Walker. 
35 interceptions, 34. At least he, at least he won a one. All right, that's that's the but that's a career though. Hey, I need to see what it was in Cleveland, man. man this ain't that's 74.7. This is not fair. It's worse. It's His percentage is worse in Cleveland. He's one and six. Bye. He's no. He, I don't know what Ty Detmer is in no. Cleveland. Uh, Ty. All right, I'll bring it up. <laughs> you I want cle- their Cleveland stats as well? Yes. I, 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 I'll, I'll clean his locker out for him. In Cleveland, Ty Detmer. Through four touchdowns, two interceptions. Oh, I'm Todd Denver. Completed 51% of his passes. He only, he only played five games for the Browns in 99 and only started. He only threw 91 passes. It's a very similar. <laughs> four touchdowns on 91 passes is not bad. Todd nope. Denver. Give me Denver, too. All right, next up, we're going yep. to move through these. Would you take P.J. Walker or Deshaun Kaiser? Oh, 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 I remember that guy. Oh my he was the dear. worst. He would throw you. He threw oh, four. My that God. guy was the Deshaun starting. Deshaun Kaiser court. went 0 for 15 in Cleveland in 2017. By the way, the Browns drafted him. You know what? I'm going with P.J. Walker. By the way, the, the Browns drafted him in the third round, I think. Second. Second round. Second round. Oh, my God. And PJ uh, Walker. He won, I say in air quotes, the job in camp that year. Yeah, they were so bad. I was there that that was the year and I was there OTAs. We we might have I was, I was there. oh I was at the every day. Remember remember they played Tampa Bay and Josh Gordon came out came out and, like he was he was suspended, kept getting suspended, he came out and dominated against the uh against the Buccaneers. And he was throwing jump balls to him. Yeah, yeah, he did. He Terrell kept, Pryor. He kept feeding. It was him, yeah, Terrell yeah. Pryor, and uh, old boy, uh, a, a Coleman, um, Corey, Corey, Corey Coleman. Coleman, another high draft pick. Yeah. That and we, we was like, oh, this is gonna be crazy. And then they were like, no. I'm and taking PJ like Walker. Corey Coleman, Deshaun Kaiser is out of the NFL already. PJ Walker. I, we may have found somebody that I would take PJ Walker over. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking PJ. Is that I'm a clean sweep for yep. Walker? Yep, I'm taking yeah. PJ. All right, next up, PJ Walker or Johnny Menzel. Oh, I think uh, come on. I, I take anybody on the planet over. No, Johnny see that this ain't fair. Because <laughs> is Johnny gonna watch tape or not? No, he's not. No, he's never, <laughs> well, that, he's no good and well. That's not fair. <laughs> like, give me PJ. I'm getting PJ. At man. least PJ wants to win. We have a good time. <laughs> yeah, at least with Johnny, Johnny don't care. Yeah, uh, PJ. Stop. Yeah. Even though Johnny, st- by by the way, That's this crazy. is how bad PJ Walker is. Talk to him. That his stats are worse <laughs> than Johnny Manziel's. Think about this. <laughs> Think about this. Johnny Manziel didn't try. No, he, he did. did. He, he did. told you, I'm going to the club in a mustache and a fake nose. He said he coming to the game. He ain't watching no tape, to, and I'm, I'm playing backyard game. football. I'm coming to the game on no hours sleep, coked up. But, but, there is a, there's, a, there's something about this. Kyle Shanahan was his OC. That's crazy. 74 QB rating. So, you send, you send this. To Jay Crawford and uh, tell him this uh, actually, that about Brock Purdy. A- actually, actually, that right there was his actually, OC, and he, his stats ain't bad. I actually, I'm switching up. Give me Manziel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because Kyle, uh, Kevin Stefanski's the OC. We talking about that, pres- his first game he ever played against the Bengals was the worst game was, I've ever seen. <laughs> that was the worst thing I've ever. Seen. <laughs> I was, I was the worst thing, and I was a Manziel fan. I, fan. Yeah. I was like, this is bad, bro. It, they played that game. You, you thought the I thought the Bengals were going to kill him. Yo, I got to go game. back and watch it now. No, it was, it was I don't remember. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't remember. Dude, that was the most painful thing oh. I'd ever seen. Next. We spoke about this man last week. How about P.J. Walker or Brady Quinn? Listen, let me start off, fellas. Very let me talk to you Brady real quick. Right now, hey, I, I, take a chihuahua, I take a chihuahua over Brady Quinn. I agree. <laughs> I, tr- I take a, a, a Capri Sun half full over Brady Quinn. I agree. Yeah. I would take an edible cherry thong over Brady Quinn. <laughs> Kick rocks. No. Peace out, homie. You weren't good when you was here. You were, listen, you got Pantene Pro V in your hair. You got golden locks down to your back. No, Brady Quinn. I don't like your spat. I don't like what you do. Why you got eye black on? You're not a fullback. No. Listen, Brady, listen, I I love your sister, Laura. Shout out. Go Bucks. Love your sister, Laura. I can't say that. You can't say, yeah, I love your sister. <laughs> sister, what? Sorry. She's a she's married to AJ Hawk, and they we, I see them every February. Okay. Yeah. And right. like they have a party and whatnot at okay. that. Anyways, love your sister, but yeah, no, I'm taking PJ. Walker. I gotta go PJ Walker too. <laughs> Clean. Before sleep. we go on, are you surprised with how many guys you've taken PJ Walker over? No, they're all they're all no. Terrible. It show it shows it, it's really bad on the Browns. How many PJ Walkers the Browns have had? All right, next up, PJ or Kelly Holcomb. 
Call Kelly. Kelly Holcomb. Easy. Kelly Holcomb. Hey, I'm saying Kelly Holcomb. Kelly Holcomb probably have us in the dang bowl. Hey, Kelly Holcomb. Listen, when, listen. Him and Tim Couch was going back and forth. Yeah. When Tim Couch was like, "Hey, Kelly was slinging that thing." Yeah. I was like, "Dang, Kelly." He knew. Hey, Kelly was. Hey, he I get, was young and I know that he Kelly Holcomb. That, he get in that teacup formation. <laughs> Kelly Holcomb would come off the off the bench and give you three hundred quick. I'm like, dang, he got three hundred that quick. Don't uh, even know where he came from either. All right, we got three more before we move on to our next topic. What up, PJ? This is one of my personal favorites. Or Seneca Wallace. Seneca. Come on. Seneca Wallace. Seneca Wallace. Yeah, don't do Seneca. that. Don't do that. I mean, I don't know that Seneca's much better, but he's a little better. I'll take Seneca. PJ or Charlie Fry? Charlie Fry. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Oh my Charlie God, Fry. Charlie Fry. Really <laughs> Damn, Charlie. But again, this is all. Think about this. As bad as those numbers are across the board, they're better than what he, Walker. I need his. I still need his. You brown. want his Cleveland numbers? Yeah, give me the Cleveland numbers. In Cleveland, of those 17 touchdowns, 14 came in Cleveland. Okay. Of the 29 interceptions, 23 came in Cleveland. He completed 62 percent of his passes. Ain't that big of a difference? In <laughs> He's taller, got a bigger <laughs> arm. Give me Charlie Fry. I'm going to show a little love for PJ. I'm I think PJ I might Walker. go with PJ too, though. They're, they're equal equal trash. No offense. And last but not least, PJ Walker or Luke McCown? <sighs> and before you ask, Tyvis, Luke McCown threw three touchdowns and seven interceptions. So you're saying Luke, not Josh. Luke, yeah. no, Josh is an easy. I'm Everyone would take, take Josh. Yeah, I'll take Josh. Take Josh. Luke. He's, uh, you said what was Luke's Cleveland stats? He was 0 for 5 as a starter, three touchdowns, seven picks. <laughs> I'll take Luke McCown. Give me, he's 71% completion. Yeah, give me Luke. QB rating, yes. I, I don't know about P- that. PJ, I don't know about this. PJ gives you three a game. Either a strip sack and two picks. <laughs> That's true. Mix it up, two, two strip very, sacks and a pick. That's tip very pick, true. Or, or a strip sack. Man, like he gives you three a game. Listen, man. Maybe, maybe I, you know what? Phil was my teammate with the Colts. I'm going with Phil. That's his name? You're going with Phil? Philip Walker. Philip Walker. Oh. <laughs> oh, from if he starts to play terrible, he's getting his nickname. That's <laughs> <laughs> the first time you said he was your teammate. I didn't know that. I said when he was a rookie with yeah. the Colts, I was with the Colts for that, that uh, training camp in oh. that preseason. Did you get to know him at all? I talked to him a couple of times, but you know, offense and defense live in yeah. two different worlds. Nice guy. Yeah, he was a really cool guy. Really cool guy. I really liked it. Tyvinson played for half the league. I did. I did. Like this. Dude, no, no, no. I played for a third of the league. That's cr- like he'd be like, no, no I fourth. Was, hey, excuse me, fourth. That's as, crazy. Hey, listen, we've been we've been rough on PJ Walker, deservedly so. He's not a very good player, but to make it to the NFL and the way he's made it to the NFL, kudos to him. I sometimes I we all get carried away and you crap on a guy. I shouldn't. I, I keep trying to not call people garbage and stuff like that. He is he has accomplished something that mi- that millions of other people would love to be able to accomplish. And he's made some nice throws. And he plays his ass off. He does. He, he made does. some nice throws. Listen, at he's the end of the, not good enough. No, that's, that's it. not what it what it is. Is he turns the ball over because he he Tyvus, does he a good make, he does a good job of driving the ball. But down Tyvus, the field, there are a which lot is, of throws in the intermediate range that he just way misses. He do or, or just, he do be skipping. Or he has not, no touch. He, 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 he looked like he looked like Deshaun last year off the six game suspension. Even worse, a little yeah. bit, a little yeah. bit, slightly yeah, we're worse. We're in trouble. But he's skipping the ball for sure, like he's skipping rocks. That's terrible. Uh, speaking of rocks, let's go to Mike. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.